Good evening, everyone. <clears throat> Glad to see a good crowd here tonight. Amen for that. After the testimony time, I thought, man, I hope I don't let everybody down with my message. Anyway, the title of my message tonight is Thanksgiving, a time to give thanks. We have so much to be thankful for, don't we? And if you have your Bibles with you tonight, I'd like for you to turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. If you don't have your Bible, you might have it on your phone or your iPod, iPad, I don't know. There's Bibles uh, somewhere here tonight. So if you turn to that, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. <clears throat> Thanksgiving is probably one of my favorite holidays. It is a time that we can get, get together as families and enjoy a huge feast and, and uh, see, see family members that we may not see quite as often, but we all gather together on that Thursday afternoon and we have a good meal together and just spend time with each other. I know Thanksgiving for me, I enjoy the outdoors, so I like to get out and do a little hunting on Thanksgiving morning. I like to get out in the afternoon and do some sort of outdoor activity. I know that many of you, Thanksgiving may be a fun time for you, a fun, uh, um, fun uh, holiday, thank you, for um, you to celebrate. I think of the ladies, they get up early in the morning and they start preparing the, the meal for the day and then they start to slow down toward the meal, waiting for the turkey to get done. And then they have the big meal and... Then they get all the cleaning up done, and then they can finally start to look through those ads in the paper for Friday's great sales. And I think of the men, they always seem to, I'm included, we always seem to walk to the living room after the dinners get done and sit in our recliner and stretch and let that food settle, turn on the football game, and just enjoy the time of Thanksgiving. But many times, Thanksgiving is the only time that we give thanks, isn't it? You think of all of the millions of people who celebrate Thanksgiving, and some don't even give thanks for what God has blessed them with on Thanksgiving. But many times, it's the only time that we give thanks. So tonight, I want us to look at three things from our text that... We are to do not only at Thanksgiving time, but at all times. So take your Bible and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Three short verses. Verse 16 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always. You think about that. Rejoice always. As a believer, as a born-again Christian, we have so much to rejoice about, don't we? We have our sins, our, our past, our present, and our future sins are gone. We have so much to rejoice about. We, have, we can rejoice that we're going to spend eternity with God someday. We can rejoice that we have escaped the, the flames of eternal hell. 
That's something to rejoice about, isn't it? Amen. We can rejoice that we have a hope in God. Much different from the world today. The world has no hope. They, have, they put their hope in everything, it seems, but God. But yet we have our hope, and that can be in God. If we look around, we don't have to look very far for the things that we can rejoice about. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. As I was listening to some of the testimonies, thinking of the things that I can rejoice about. And I'm right there with you, Brother Dennis. My wife is just, she's amazing. I'm so thankful for her. I have three beautiful girls who take after their mother. And I'm so thankful for them. I wouldn't trade them for anything. But I rejoice for my family. I rejoice that each one of them know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I rejoice in that. I rejoice in the church family that we have here. You're such an encouragement to us, to my family. This transition into ministry has not been easy, I'll tell you that. But you folks have encouraged our family so much. You've encouraged us and just continued to, to give us what we need to be able to, to continue on. What an awesome encouragement. And we can rejoice in that. Secondly, it says, verse 17, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Isn't that awesome that we can pray to Almighty God and He hears us? I believe in the power of prayer. How many believe in the power of prayer? I think everybody can raise their hand that they believe in the power of prayer. I love that we have an open communication line with God. I think back several years ago when, when we were talking. We were, I think we were sitting around the table one night and just talking as a family. And we were talking and telling the girls about how we communicated back in the day. Even when Patty and I were in high school, we didn't have, um, we didn't have email. We didn't have text messaging. And um, we just used the phone. And we would call and talk to each other. And then the email was invented. I can't remember who invented it. <laughs> But the email came, came out, and we started communicating that way, and we could email anybody around the world. Communication changed so much. And I remember one of our girls said, I wish I could email Jesus. And I said, you know what, sweetheart? You can do one better than that. You have an open line to Jesus. You can talk to him. Amen. You can talk to him. You don't need to go through the email to talk to him, but that's what we can do in prayer. It says pray without ceasing. I love our Wednesday night crowd. I'll put a plug in for that because I've been leading that, and it's been such a huge blessing for me. But just to see those prayer warriors get together every Wednesday night. By the way, you guys made it on a Tuesday night. I know you could make it on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I didn't hear many amens about that. <laughs> but I love, I love our prayer warriors on Wednesday night. 
They pray expecting God to answer prayer. They pray knowing that God has the power to answer prayer. And they're praying without ceasing. If we're going to see God do great things, and if we expect to see God do great things in our lives, we need to be praying without ceasing. If we expect to see God do great things in this church, we need to pray without ceasing. If we expect God to do great things in our family and, and us see our family members and our friends come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, we have to be praying without ceasing. We have an open line of communication with God. But how is your prayer life? How is your prayer life tonight? Are you praying without ceasing? The third thing I want us to see tonight is, in everything, give thanks. Verse 18, in everything, give thanks. I know for some of you tonight, Thanksgiving is going to be a very difficult day. You don't have that loved one. sitting around the table. The last several years after the service we would head down to South Carolina to see my wife's dad. We never knew last year would be the last. But we're so thankful, so thankful for the years that we were able to spend with him on Thanksgiving. In everything, give thanks. If you're like me, it's difficult to give thanks when things aren't going real smooth. It's difficult to give thanks when things aren't really going the way I expected or anticipated. But we're to give thanks in all circumstances, whether it's good or whether it's bad. One day, Matthew Henry, well-known minister back in the 1700s, in fact, he wrote the Matthew Henry commentary. One day, Matthew Henry was riding his horse through the woods he was on his way to, church, to a church meeting where he was going to be the guest speaker. Suddenly, a masked bandit ran out of the woods with a gun in his hand and demanded that Matthew Henry get off his horse. Mr. Henry obeyed the robber, and as he, as, as he knew he was a dangerous, in a dangerous situation, even though he tried to talk to the man about God and spiritual matters, the bandit would hear none of it. He quickly took all of Matthew Henry's money and ran back into the woods. It all happened so quickly that Matthew Henry hardly had time to realize what had happened. Although he was penniless, he got back on his horse and continued on his journey. His mind took him to the thought that we are supposed to give thanks in everything that happens to us. He asked God, how... He was supposed to be thankful for being robbed. As he continued on his way, the answer came to him. That night he told the story and concluded his message by sharing the reason 
he could be thankful for what had happened to him that day. First, he said, I'm thankful I have never been robbed before. Second, I am thankful he took my money and not my life. Third, I'm thankful he did not take more. He could have taken my horse and he could have taken my clothes as well. Next, I'm thankful that what was stolen from me really did not amount to very much. Then I am grateful that what I lost in time could be replaced. But finally and most importantly, I am thankful that I was the one robbed and not the robber. Are you giving thanks tonight in every situation? In everything that comes into our life? I want to encourage you tonight to to look at the most difficult things that you may be going through. The most gut-wrenching, heartbreaking situations that you might be going through tonight. It doesn't matter what it is, but we can always find something to be thankful for. Always find something to be thankful for. Tonight as we come to the Lord's table... I can't help but say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for me. Thank you for the price that you paid for my sins. He wasn't the one who sinned, but he paid for them. He's not the one who can constantly mess us up, but he forgives the one who does. He took all the sin and the shame and the guilt of this world and placed it on his shoulders for us. Thanksgiving, a time to give thanks. Let's thank the Lord tonight for the mighty gift and blessings that he has given us. Let's pray. Father, we can't begin to thank you enough for all that you've done for us. Lord, we could be here all night mentioning things that you have done for us and blessings that you have given to us. But Lord, most of all, we thank you for sending your son to die on a cross for each one of us. We thank you, Lord, for the hope, the eternal life that you give us through your son. And Lord, as we gather together tonight to partake of the Lord's Supper, I pray that, Lord, that you would just help us to be thankful for the sacrifice that you made for us tonight. Lord, I thank you for the service. I just pray that you would continue to be with us tonight. For we ask this in your name.